Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Later this year, Aurora Innovation is preparing the trucking industry's first lane for driverless trucks along the busy I-45 corridor between Dallas and Houston. It's important to note that the autonomous lane on I-45 will not be a separate standalone lane, but actual highway in mixing these vehicles in actual traffic. I've been telling you, this has been coming. Autonomous trucking was going to be the first application of autonomous technology, a variety of reasons. It always gets down to cost, availability of drivers, uh, and the need to haul freight. Imagine an autonomous vehicle isn't subject to federal hours of service. An autonomous vehicle doesn't need to pull over to sleep. An autonomous vehicle doesn't need to use the bathroom or grab lunch or, you know, any of those things. It doesn't matter if the truck gets held up at a freight loading or unloading spot, because again, hours of service are not an issue. Build in some other efficiencies and you've got a recipe for success. Here's, this is from Electronic Design. Let me give you a little background. Today's freight industry is constrained by a combination of network inefficiency, labor shortages, collisions, hours of service limitations, and driver turnover. Commercial trucking companies such as Aurora Innovation believe self-driving technology can address these challenges. Now, to be honest, Aurora Innovation is not the only company operating in Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona. We've reported a variety of companies, Too Simple, Torque, and some others that are in it to win it. That's what they've been doing. They've been testing autonomous trucking across that corridor for maybe six or seven years. And let me remind you of something. Longtime listeners know that the first ever paid load operated by an autonomous truck happened in Colorado in 2015. That is nine years ago. So this is not new. It's been coming. Now, in fairness, there was a safety driver on board. And in fairness, uh, the Colorado State Police did monitor it. But for the most part, it traveled at 120 miles without the driver's interaction. All the driver had to do was put it on the interstate, take it off the interstate. That's all he did. Otherwise, he just sat in a cab and twiddled his thumbs and the truck did the rest. And that was 2015. While other companies struggle in Arizona and California trying to bring private vehicles into an autonomous situation. And I think it is, and I agree with you, it's going to take a lot longer, if ever, for that to happen. And honestly, as a person who loves to drive, sorry, not sorry, uh-uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not ready to give up driving just yet. However, for trucking, it's money. Let me blow your mind here. Aurora thinks that one answer to this, where to start, is the I-45 corridor between Dallas and Houston which is one of the busiest commercial routes in the Southwest. And get this, nearly half of all truck freight in Texas moves along that stretch. The company already has 75 trucks on the road with self-driving technology, but right now they're operating with a safety operator. 
It wants to increase this to 100 by the end of the year. And now the trucks are designed to operate between warehouses in the two cities and they're SAE level four vehicles. That means they're able to travel independently along a completely mapped and predictable and may I add geofenced route. What does that mean? They've written the programming to handle the sameness of I-45 between Dallas and Houston because they're running that same route back and forth every time uh, they're able to eliminate most of the variants and most of the uh, uh, differences that you would encounter that an, an autonomous vehicle may encounter just going along city streets. A million different things can happen. Interstates are the same. Interstates are predictable. And this is the same route that they're looking at doing it. Now, level four means that the vehicle will operate without driver intervention. That is fully autonomous. The terminal in Houston, similar to Aurora's first such terminal in South Dallas, is designed to support and service driverless trucks at a commercial scale. And here it is, the money. Both operate day and night. The terminals will be supported by a team of dispatchers who allocate trucks and trailers, as well as a remote command center manned by specialists to monitor the fleet on the road. Here's something that you didn't think about. The level of diagnostics that they can build into these trucks now, including over-the-air updates, sensor mapping, GPS location, some of that they're building into common trucks, but with these new trucks, they can get a lot more synergy out of an autonomous truck. One thing that they will tell you, they will all tell you, with an autonomous truck, first thing they learn, truck has less wear and tear on it because the autonomous uh, software is more even-handed and more um, consistent in its operation. No jackrabbit starts, no, you know, leaning on the brakes real hard. All of that stuff goes away as it gets more even and predictable and controllable. So right away, if they get no other advantage, they get a maintenance advantage right off the bat. Because they can run 24-7, uh, the inefficiencies of finding a driver for a load or a driver reaching the end of their hours of service and having to pull over, go away. Let me add this. There's a safety piece to that. We've reported here extensively about the truck parking crisis in America. How truckers, when they hit their hours of service, have to stop. That's the law. But because there are so few safe trucking parking spaces, they end up parking in places where their safety uh, either the truck safety itself or their personal safety can be compromised. Imagine now autonomous truck that goes away. So the roads get safer. And because you've got the autonomous uh, software always vigilant, you don't have a driver being distracted that may cause an accident that goes away. So safer trucks, less maintenance, more time on the road, autonomous trucking. That's where we're at. Aurora's terminal blueprint is designed to maximize the time autonomous trucks are on the road hauling freight. At the end of the day, it's the old adage, time is money. The more these vehicles are on the road, the longer these vehicles are on the road hauling freight, the more money they make for the companies that use them. And that's it. I mean, that's just it. Then they add in some synergies. One of them. On-site way station support enhanced pre-trip inspections, which ensure that Aurora's trucks are compliant with regulatory standards 
while allowing them to bypass inspection sites on the road. Meaning, the more they're rolling, the more money they make. They got to be moving. That is the advantage of an autonomous truck. And across I-45, no snow, probably not much rain. Weather's decent. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me again next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. Shorter than the full show, these bite-sized programs are just the thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter Tech Mobility Topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts. Social media. It's the place to be who are no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Several times a week, I post to TikTok several of the topics that I cover on my weekly radio show. It's another way to keep up on mobility, technology, news, and information. I've built quite a library of short videos for your viewing pleasure, so be sure to watch, like, and subscribe. That's the Tech Mobility Show on TikTok. Check it out. To learn more about the Tech Mobility Show, start by visiting our website. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. The website is a treasure trove of information about me and the show, as well as where to find it on the radio across the country. Keep up with the happenings at the Tech Mobility Show by visiting techmobility.show. That's techmobility.show. You can also drop us a line at talk at techmobility.show. Do you listen to podcasts? Seems that most people do. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. If you missed any of our weekly episodes on the radio, our podcast is a great way to listen. You can find the Tech Mobility Podcast just about anywhere you can enjoy podcasts. Be sure to follow us. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many platforms in between, we are there. Just enter the Tech Mobility Podcast in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts.